Well, hello, hello, everybody out there. Thanks for joining me again this week for, or this weekend, rather, for Getting It Right with Rick Wagner, right here on KNZZ, KGLN, and all sorts of stations of uh, terms of numbers out there, 1100, 980 on AM, 92.7, 98.1, 100-point-something, all kinds of things. Thanks so much for joining us. Best part of my week is talking to you guys. So we're back uh Every week is an eventful week, right? Yeah, so yeah, that makes me think. I I have a new uh, a new sound that I recorded because I think it's important for us uh, this uh, coming up in the selection season. Here it goes. Yes, that's the charge sound because we need to, we need to charge into battle, folks. This week, I decided to take a look at. What was going on out there again? You know, I take a deep dive periodically. I uh, squeeze my nose and close my eyes and dive deeply into the fever swamps of the Democrat underground out there. There actually is a site named Democrat Underground, by the way. See what's going on, especially as we enter the season of misdirection, right? The season where we are told again and again that the Republicans are blowing it. Republicans aren't going to make it. The red wave is not going to be a wave. It's barely going to be just lapping lightly at the shore. They might not even take the House, much less the Senate. It's just all falling apart for them. Yes. Well, this happens all the time. If you go back and look at what was happening in uh, 2010, uh, if you go back and what was happening in 1994 even, uh, any time it looks like something is really happening, it gets really intense. Uh, fake polls pop up. Oh, my gosh, we ask everybody. And nobody thought that uh, Joe Biden wasn't uh, completely in control of his faculties. Here are the most absurd things. Partly it plays to us, and we all know why, and that's because we've been around long enough to know that so often in the last 20 years, the Republicans have managed at the last minute, like a race car who has not had their fuel checked to run out of gas just prior to the old finish line. They can see the white the white flag, <laughs> the checkered flag ready to be waved, and then they just sputter to a halt, and others just jet right by them. Well, I don't think that's going to happen this time. I'm not trying to, uh, to jinx it, even as I speak. I knocked on wood. So the more I look at it, and is the first thing you have to do, is ignore these polls. And that's because, as we all know, they're not correct. They've never been very correct when it came to Republicans, certainly conservatives. They've been wildly incorrect when it has come to conservatives in the last probably four or six years. And anything to do with Donald Trump, they they have no idea what they're doing. And that's because as uh, the head of the Trafalgar Group, and I think I might have mentioned this before, was talking about the stealth voters, how there are people who have just become completely silent about their political opinions. They watch what's happening to others out there. I mean, we're seeing SWAT teams, you know, swarm all over people pray who are their main crime was protecting their child and praying at a uh, abortion clinic. And they fill their front yard up with SWAT teams. I don't know what that says about you. If you have to have 30 people to arrest a guy that is completely, you know, nonviolent. I don't know what that says about your own self-confidence, but moving on from that, we, we're seeing it. So something is happening. And, and so you realize that there are people out there who have just shut up. They're not have, they're just not going to say anything. That's it. They're not going to get any trouble. They're not going to get any arguments. They know how they feel. Some of their friends know how they feel. And that's it. No signs in the yards, no bumper stickers, no anything like that for a lot of these people. Many of them live in places where to do that is just to invite trouble. 
Because what has happened in the two-tier justice system we seem to be creating here is that, you know, wrongs done to conservatives are understandable. Complaining about those wrongs that are done to conservatives by conservatives concerning the far left is a conservative's fault. So when you see that long enough, you realize, I'm just not going to invite the problem. I'm not going to be at home to Mr. Screw-Up. Thank you very much. Going about my business, if people ask me, non-committal, I don't know who I'm voting for yet. Reality, they know. Then there's also that group out there that I think is uh, a, a significant portion. Uh, you know, it's not a majority by any, any amount. There's a lot of people who are more or less professed liberals who are really unhappy with the state of their party and the state of this leader of their party. I'm saying that with a big question mark. And the people waiting in the wings. Who's waiting in the wings in your party if you're a Democrat? Gavin Newsom? There's a double-digit IQ with a haircut, if you ever saw one. At Kamala? You know, the salad shooter of uh, pol- political uh, discourse? I mean, who's out there? Cory Booker? Spartacus? Who doesn't know who Spartacus really is? I mean, what? Who's your? where's your bench? You have no bench. You don't even have a good team in the field. You just happen to be running the clock. And so they have to do something else. And so they have to try and suppress the vote. And, and they're going to try the usual tricks during the vote, you know. But I think everybody's pretty wise for them. And I hope that everybody stays calm because at some point I'm worried that one of these states are going to pull a Georgia or an Arizona where, oops, someone's leading that shouldn't. In other words, a conservative. Oh, my gosh, we've had some problem and we have to stop counting. The next day, the counting starts again, and all of a sudden, it shifts in the other direction. I just hope that doesn't happen. Uh, it's it's too obvious, and it's deleterious to the country. And I don't think they can pull that stuff again. I really don't. Not with any degree of, you know, any degree of stealth. Let's put it that way. So I expect to see less of it. They're going to try some of it. One of the things is is that's the flashlight of attention that is wielded by things like Fox News, to be fair, Breitbart, Newsmax, several other sites like that, on Zuckerberg and these people, uh, has made them pull back from the half a billion dollars they tried to pour into the election to take over the jobs of the secretaries of state's offices or the county clerk's offices in 2020. I don't think they're going to be doing that to that extent. But they're going to be out there. There will, there will be these Carpet bomb groups, this astroturf, if you, as you were, of groups that are really funded by two or three really heavily Democrat dark money groups. And they will seed money out to what the, what looks like smaller, you know, pop-up groups that will appear in states, you know, and, uh, you know, the uh, concerned citizens support the eradication of extremists. You know, they'll just pop up. And where will their money come from? Well, from another not-for-profit, who got it from another not-for-profit. And by the time you figure out where it really came from, election's over. There'll be some of that. But when I took my deep dive into the Democrat underground fever swamps, whatever you want to call it, frankly, you can call them all those things, the reason you, you know that you should be a little bit more optimistic is by how mad they are. They are absolutely furious. Now, we all know that no thread of discussion uh, on most far-left sites can go more than about 10 words without having a bunch of vulgarities in it. It's just how it is. Uh, no two sentences can go 
in those far-left sites discussing conservatives without having some reference to the Third Reich. We also know that. Or that's just a rule of thumb. I mean, it may change, maybe sooner, maybe later. It's just kind of a rule of thumb. But when I look at it, they are just beside themselves. And that's because they feel it. They feel the mood of the country. Now, some of the people, I mean, come on. If you're going to try and take the temperature of the Democrats by watching uh, Karine Jean-Pierre <laughs> speaking for the president or Joe Biden shaking hands in thin air. By the way, this week we did get a gift. I mean, we finally figured out what's going on with him trying to shake hands with, with, with thin air. When he called out for this woman who's been dead since August, this poor woman at a auto crash, this uh, former uh, congresswoman who he'd forgotten that had been killed and that he had already honored a few weeks before, several weeks before. He was looking for her in the crowd. Now we know who he's shaking hands with. He sees dead people. He's just like the sixth sense. We're the ones. We can't see who he's shaking hands with. He does. So I feel a lot better now because I was so curious, and I think that's what's happening. But they're very worried and very upset out there. And it should make you happy. Doesn't mean we haven't fight, but they're uh, they're not carrying on like they see the red tsunami not coming. Be right back. <laughs> 